when he took that punt and brought it all the way to the house, I got my first noise complaint in my new building. And that is saying a lot because there are two foot concrete walls all around me. And I somehow got a noise complaint because I screamed. Welcome to the Ecom Chats Happy Hour Podcast. I'm Mike Martis. I work at marketing at Finch. And my name is Nevin, and I work as the e-commerce specialist at Finch. All right. Hey, man. Guess what? It's the weekend. It's Friday, baby. Well, just about. Just about. It's my so weekend. Close. I'm getting out after this podcast. I'm getting on a plane. I'm going to Montana. I'm going fishing. That that is that is so wholesome. I love it. Make sure make sure you get pictures of the fish you don't catch. My brother is a fly fishing guide, and apparently he knows all the good spots up in Montana. So we're flying into Kalispell, and he might just help my dog water fishing skills actually catch something. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's about the experience. It's about the quality time. Good luck. I don't know. Do you say? What do you say for fishing? Fishing is it's good luck, right? I know good hunting. I know good luck. I don't know. I don't know what it is for fishing. Break a fin. Break a fin. Okay, so Black Friday, Cyber Monday is coming up. The the BMCM. I just call it Q4. Well, it used to be called, it was like what? The Cyber 3, then it was the Cyber 5, and now, no, they're calling it, I think it's like the Cyber 12. I had a meeting with a Google rep with a client where Google reps flew in and brought in a lot of really interesting data about how Cyber Monday and Black Friday is sort of evolving into a much longer time frame. And that's one of the reasons I think it's so potent that we we start talking about this now. Because right now, we're sort of right in the thick of when people should actually start getting their Black Friday and their Q4 operation started. I know we're not technically in Q4 yet. Q4 is like October, November, December. But... At this point, September is, is a real time that I think people underutilize pretty heavily. When we start looking at data, especially when we start looking at more industry trend data, not necessarily individual client accounts, when we look at larger industry trends, we start to see that sales and traffic starts picking up in September because people are planning early. And I think right now, with the economy the way it is, with people really pressed and trying to stretch every dollar that they can, inflation being as bad as it is right now, I genuinely think that that effect is going to start pushing that start date further and further forward. As things get more and more expensive, people want to start planning things out ahead of time. One of the interesting things from the, from the Google reps, and they, they had a couple of interesting charts to back it up based on just traffic data. But people are normally making up their minds, like a good chunk of the buying audience is making up their minds near the end of October, like around that October 20 to 25th. So people really need to start building up early. And that, yeah, yeah. it's 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 interesting because every Black Friday, the numbers grow a little bit more. Well, it's funny you say that because if, if we look at the data from last year, last year was a big kind of a, a big rebound year for a lot of e-commerce companies, right? They're trying to rebound from what was kind of a pretty bad 2021 coming out of COVID and, and just inflation kind of really hitting the economy for the first time and the reactionary pieces that, that came along with that. And then it felt like last year was a bit of a rebound, but I think that the market didn't anticipate inflation maybe sticking around as long as it has, because what we've seen is like a really slow start from an e-commerce perspective to 2023. And it leads me to believe that two things are going to happen, right? I think that people are going to have been saving money 
for the last couple of years. And the appetite to buy this holiday season is going to be relatively high. And then also e-commerce brands are going to be highly incentivized to go aggressively after Black Friday and Cyber Monday and that whole infrastructure because they need to make up ground, right? Like we're seeing lots of e-commerce brands due to the slow start of 2023, there is some ground to be made up. You kind of got to make hay while the sun's out, right? So Q4 has always been the most important time of year for e-commerce. Well, because it's the year that doesn't change, right? Like it is the year that has consistently seen growth year over year, despite everything. Like 2022 to 2021, it was Black Friday growth of about 2.3%, right? Mm -hmm. And that was during the time where people were spelling doom and gloom. The writing was on the wall that there was a recession coming in 2023. And we're kind of in this weird sort of, are we in a recession? Are we not? Like, you know, it feels bad. I'll tell you that much, you know, going to the grocery store, smack. Well, it's economic limbo, right? Because I really think that causes of inflation aside, regardless of it, it's high. Whenever you've got to pay an extra 30% for your groceries than you're used to paying, it's got to come from somewhere for a lot of people. Most people don't have that discretionarily just there, right? So they've got to cut back on other things. And I think we've seen evidence that people are, I think, apprehensive to go and spend money on online products because a lot of online products, let's just be honest about it, they're kind of want to have and not need to have, right? The need to have stuff you buy comes from the grocery store most most of the time, right? The want to have stuff comes from your online shopping. And I think we're seeing a direct correlation or reflection of where the economy is of people just not being completely comfortable spending their money quite yet. But the optimistic approach to this is like, well, maybe this is where it breaks out, right? Like maybe this this Q4 is where it breaks out. And, and I think, I don't even know if it's optimism at this point. I'm just looking at historic trends. Like again, this time last year, everyone was saying doom and gloom, right? Everyone was saying that like, at most we're going to, it's going to be like a break even. We might get some growth, but it was up 2.3%. And again, that's not like the most earth shattering numbers in the world, but it was still like, it was still an incredibly potent black Friday. And that's one thing that I think if we start looking at behavior is that like, it's the one time where we continually will see growth. And because of that, you know, just based on like historical, it's the one place if it was a slow season, that is the place to make up ground because of the place where we consistently see it exceed expectations and defy expectations as we start moving in. And that's why like for me, for example, I have a lot of clients that have had pretty rough 2023s, whether it just be that the 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 market's not quite there, whether it be that they were making internal shifts that didn't necessarily work out. A lot of brands that we work with have been coming to us saying like, hey, listen, 2023 shellacked us. It was not a fun experience. And because of that, right now, this year more than ever, it has been crucial that we nail our Q4 Black Friday plans. Let's talk about it, Nevin. Let's say you're an e-commerce brand listening to this podcast. First of all, thank you. Shout out. Everybody listen. We're available anywhere you can get your podcasts. And I'm thinking, man, Nevin's Nevin's saying this stuff that, that I'm feeling right now. What do you recommend they start doing right now to get ready for Black Friday? So right now, where I think we can break this up into a couple different chapters. So for first, let's just talk about like making your plan now. You know, we already brought up some of the 2022 data. But the first thing you need to start doing is you need to start warming up the market. You need to start right now. Because people are looking right now, right? People are shopping right now. And again, I know like personal anecdote and it's a little bit of a bias because I I am a digital marketer, but I'm already looking at taking my inventory of Hey, you know, what do I need? Christmas is coming up with that last paycheck of the year, with that end of the year bonus. What do I need and what do I need to get? 
You getting bonuses? Right. I'm like, I'm the <laughs> easiest one in the family to shop for. Everyone in the family is like, oh, I don't want anything. Oh, I don't need anything. I'm like, I'm easy. I have a Google <laughs> sheet. I have the link. I have the price. Oh, I have options. Awesome. I'm, I'm the easiest person to shop you make for. Make it so easy. But like already kind of like feeling around like, you know, what is what does my mother want for, for yeah. Christmas? What does my father want for Christmas? What should I be getting my friends? Like people are planning to do this earlier. So right now, even if you're paying it forward for success in your Black Friday, it is a real push to start building your brand awareness now. And there's a lot of different avenues to do that. Video phenomenal if you can like i mean i will always tell clients like if you're going to invest in anything invest in your video creative video display basically have it so that as people are shopping for that new laptop that new speaker mm -hmm. setter whatever that they're looking at your brand yeah and even if you're a retailer then make sure that they know that you're communicating effectively that if you are not selling your own products and you're selling other people's products let people know that they are going to get the best deal coming from yeah. you. So it needs to be a full-bodied effort across all of your channels. Yeah. Whether that be your owned media, your social media, your display, everything. Start communicating early. If you are wondering, like, what's he talking about? What am I communicating? Here's a good way to think about it. Like, you've never done any really good prep for Black Friday. Maybe this is your first Black Friday. Hey, maybe you're a new e-commerce brand looking for advice. Or maybe you've just never crushed it before and you're looking for advice to crush it. One thing I will say is you're the one who knows what your best deals within your product library are going to be on Black Friday. You already know that. And if you don't, that's step one. Do that right now identify the products that you're going to put on the best deals, go in across the market and look and make sure they're, they're going to be the best deals. Because what you can do is you can push those products specifically. And maybe you're doing a site-wide Black Friday thing. That's more common nowadays, I think. But let's say you have specific products. It's like, yeah, everything at our on our website is marked down, but we really want to sell these five the most because those contain the best upsell or add-on type of opportunities and they get us the best margins, right? Whatever it is, start running campaigns right now to people that are looking for those things because what people are doing right now, they may not be buying. And you have to understand when you run these campaigns, right, Nevin, that you are not going to judge them based on checkouts, right? These are not conversion funnels. These are get your product in front of the people who are looking right now because more than likely they're looking now so that they know where to go to buy it on Black Friday or where to go check the price on Black Friday when it comes, right? Correct. And, and one other, I guess, little cheat code is that if you are running a brand on Amazon and you want to dip your toes into the water to see what kind of performance you can expect for a Black Friday or Cyber Monday traffic pickup, Amazon makes it really easy because they already have two other Black Friday days that are scattered throughout the, the year. And Amazon did something really, really interesting this year uh, and last year as well is that they made two prime days. Mm -hmm. And they're not even prime days anymore. They're like multiple day events. So right now we had our first one in July, and now we have another one that is coming in October. It will most likely be on either the 11th or the 12th. They haven't confirmed it. They might move the dates a little bit, but uh, basically expect within a month from now. You know, if you want your best indicator as far as how your Amazon business will do for... I know your Black Friday Cyber Monday. Put a chunk of change down on your Prime Day. Like my general rule is that thirty to forty percent of your Amazon budget should be saved for the fourth quarter. 
I don't know if you watched the the, the Jets game, but it, it really all comes down to the wire at the end of the year. Yeah. That fourth quarter is where you really need to make your big plays. Yes, I saw the Jets. Did you see the, the bar? I think it was in Green Bay, where if the Jets lost, then everybody at the bar drinks for free. And then as everybody was celebrating there when Rodgers went down, thinking they were going to get to drink for free. When he took that punt and brought it all the way to the house, I got my first noise complaint in my new building. <laughs> and that is saying a lot because there are two-foot concrete walls all around me. And I somehow got a noise complaint because I screamed. <laughs> I'm not even a Jets fan. My dad's a Giants fan, which means he's, I'm going up to go take care of him for that right now. Oh, 40 is rough. But, um, but anyways. This is, an e this is an e-commerce podcast, Nevin. Let's go. No, it's not me reliving my trauma from watching the Giants go <laughs> oh, and 40 Sorry, it was the U.S. Open week, so it was 40 love. But yeah, no, you should be saving a good third of your budget for fourth quarter, if not more. Yeah. You know, 30 to 40%. And it is really about trying to build up your audience and gain that real estate as much as possible. And this is where it kind of branches away from Amazon. Amazon's just really makes it easy because they have a couple extra days in there because you can just make up spending holidays. It's like not linked to anything. So you can just say it's Prime Day and people will start forking over money. Yeah, yeah. Sure. building up your audience now is, is going to be peak. And, you know, getting into a little bit more of the technical side of doing things on Amazon, it's sponsored brands and it's sponsored display a little bit upper, more upper yeah. funnel. On your .com side, it's going to be a lot more of if you have access to a, a DSP provider like the Trade mm -hmm. Desk, utilize yes. it. That's going to be a piece of advice we say all the way across the board at any time. If you have access and, and the capability to run DSP, you should be doing it. And if you don't have access to a DSP, you should come talk to us. We're going to have on Alex Kennedy, who was our director of media and designed our DSP program. But no, DSP is an actual game changer. And especially when we're looking in Q4 mm -hmm. is building up that brand awareness and building up that real estate in the head. Because basically the moment that these days run around, the moment that people start going, it is, it's going to be a sprint, right? People are going to be moving a lot faster. Those buying cycles are going to be a lot more centered around those specific dates. Mm -hmm. People are going to be getting the best deals. People are going to be getting their holiday shopping done early. I think that it's probably going to be a little bit more front-loaded this year. So I would not be surprised, and this might be a crazy prediction, but I would not be surprised if um, the Prime Day events on the 11th and 12th yeah. might outperform Cyber Monday. I don't know about Black Friday, but it might outperform Cyber Monday. You specifically on Amazon? Specifically on Amazon, yeah. I mean, .com is never going to really benefit from Prime. That's honestly kind of the genius of Prime Days is that it brings people to the Amazon marketplaces. Yeah, I mean, there's like we've said this before. There's only one place you can buy from Amazon. <laughs> it's on Amazon.com. As, as far as on the .com side, your social media presence, your display and prospecting media that you're paying for needs to be solidified like this is on the 15th. It should be out within the next two weeks. That needs to be solidified. Your flights need to be built. Your creative should be ready to go or locked in. And you need to basically be ready because people are going to be making up their minds about who they're going to shop for. You might get a lot of stragglers, but there's a good chunk of your audience that is going to be making up their mind if they're going to shop from you or not, probably by the end of October. Yeah. There's one thing I wanted to bring up here that is pretty important. I think because of the new Prime Day happening so close to uh, to 
Black Friday, Cyber Monday within, a, I think, within a month of each other, right? Or close, month and a half, right? Yeah, October 12th, and then we're looking near the end of November. Yes, yeah. yeah, about a month and a half apart. You need to look at your inventory right now because here's what you don't want to do. Let's say you crush it on the Prime Day, October 11th and 12th, and you just absolutely kill it. You're going to run into a situation where if you run out of stock after that, you're not going to be able to participate with certain products at least. So I guess earmark them. Maybe maybe you segregate and you say the main push that I'm going to have around the Prime Day is this set of products. And then I have this other set of products I'm actually holding on to to push during Black Friday, Cyber Monday, or maybe if you're early enough, you can you can go ahead and fill up your warehouse with enough inventory to to be able to stock both. But that's one thing I think that's specifically unique this year is that if you're selling on Amazon, you're going to have a Prime Day, and then less than two months after that, you're going to have the biggest e-commerce day of the year, right? Yeah, and that's going to be across your Amazon, and that is going to be across your .com. So your numbers are probably. As far as like Amazon numbers, I'm thinking Prime Day might outweigh it just because people are just trying to get things done as soon as they can. But as far as total revenue coming from both your channels, from your .com channels and from your Amazon, you're going to be moving a lot of units. And it is absolutely crucial that you're able to fill on that because if you mismanage your, your inventory and you end up having like a couple extra things on the shelves, that's not great, but that's not the end of the world. If you are unable to deliver to your customers, especially if it's something that like during peak hours, that customer is probably not coming yeah. back. So you have the ability to really burn a lot of bridges mm-hmm. by mismanaging the inventory strategy around your peak days. Like if you are out of stock on Black Friday, people are going to assume you're an amateur and that they're not going to be buying from you. And if you're a retailer, that's most important. Most retailers I know right now are like stocking up and they are preparing. I know one of them, I think, bought over 25% more inventory this year than they did last right. year. Because they are like, if we undershoot, that's fine. But we will not overshoot our sales and undershoot our inventory. We would rather have a couple extra things on the shelves that we can like dish out at a clearance to clear that out rather than risk burning the customer bridges of not having what they want on Black Friday after the customer put all that planning and all that consideration into you. It's an interesting that you bring up the kind of brick and mortar retail space. The college, I worked at, I worked retail and. Of course, I, I was a department manager, so I had to be there for all Black Fridays and all of this stuff. The thing about it is people in person will line up at a store, at a storefront, to go buy specific items that they, a, a Walmart, let's just say, just for fun, Walmart. Walmart advertises all their Black Friday deals. People who shop at Walmart look through the flyer. They circle the stuff they want. They go to the store at midnight the day before, and they stand in line to, to get in, and then they rush in there. And if people are going to understand in that scenario, there's only so much space in that store, right? So they're going to understand like, oh, I got here too late, and they sold out. You know, Being sold out on Black Friday is okay if you're a brick-and-mortar retail store. It is not okay because <laughs> you don't have that excuse as, a, as an e-tailer, right? As, a, as an e-commerce shop, if you're out of stock, if, you, if somebody goes to buy a product that you have advertised a deal four on black friday or cyber monday and they get to the product page and it says out of stock that's that could be the last time they shop at your store so the people who go to walmart at 10 a.m on black friday and and find that oh they're out of those 36 inch tvs that were 25 dollars, they're like yeah that kind of makes sense i'm still probably shopping at walmart later in my life this isn't going to make me stop shopping there but your website they can absolutely not shop there anymore 
right? So it is very crucial in a, in a way that it's not for brick and mortar stores. It's very crucial for e-commerce stores to have the stuff they say they're going to have when they say they're going to have it. And the worst sin that I think an e-tailer can commit is to not have the inventory in warehouse and on hand. So this is something that I know has happened a lot. Yeah. And this is why drop shipping can be really, really tough. If you don't control your inventory and you promise sales on Black Friday and enough people or the wrong person with a ton of clout gets an inventory shipment delayed or just not coming, it's curtains. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sorry, it's over. And like, that's one of the biggest self-inflicted wounds that I've seen. Yeah. So as we're moving into the Q4, I think this has been just a very, very roundabout way of saying if we're, if we're saying one thing this year is to make sure that your inventory, you have control over it, you have supply enough to last through the Q4 season, because if you're doing things right, you are going to be surging your traffic, surging your advertising spend, and that needs to result in conversions because Q4 is like a, like a make it or break it quarter. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, make it or break it couple of days where you can either hit your KPIs or you can completely whiff them. Yeah. So it is absolutely necessary that you have, you know, marketers will do their part, but inventory and warehouse management need to be on top of that. Yeah, absolutely. And we talked about earlier building your audience, right? And I think that makes sense as far as the things that you can start doing early. We're going to expand on what to do with that audience that you've built. I think on the next, uh, I think we're going to do a series of these. I think so. I think we should absolutely turn this into a series because there's a lot that goes into Q4 planning and we're trying to get the most important stuff front loaded just because we're trying to get this out when it has the most impact. So right now, you know, if you're a brand, be getting your display campaigns ready, be getting your video campaigns ready. YouTube is an incredibly cheap and efficient way to get eyes on your product fast. Yeah. Connected TV, if you can as well, is phenomenal for that. So start building out your brand now. If you're like a brand that's just starting out and you don't necessarily have a clear vision about what you want to communicate there, then this is one of the times where you really need to have that identity yeah. nailed down. Yeah. I think that at this point, the best strategy right now is to, if you're on Amazon, get those sponsored brand campaigns revved up. If you're on .com, Make sure that your YouTube campaigns, your PMAX campaigns are running. PMAXs that are indexing into Discovery and YouTube are fantastic for that. I'm not going to go into another hour-long diatribe about your feeds because if your feeds aren't good now, it's... <laughs> we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk more about feeds. Godspeed. <laughs> we will. But basically right now is I, I think a lot of people started to wait till October. And I think if there's anything that we're trying to communicate here is that that prep time and that initial phases of warming up the audience and getting ready for that Q4 rush needs to start in late September at the latest, maybe early October at the very, very latest, because people are going to be making up their minds by the end of October. And then come October 11th, if you're an Amazon client or come Black Friday, if you are a dot-com brand, that rush is going to happen. And it's not something that you can be planned haphazardly. It's something that needs to be done very, very deliberately. So I think next episode, we're going to start going into promotional strategy, what your discounts work, what deals you should be looking at. We'll probably go into a little bit of margin discussion there. And I think that after that, I think we should really talk about how to approach and how to support that Black Friday, Saturday, Monday rush. Like mm. if you're a marketer, what should mm. your team be doing? If you're a brand owner, what should you be doing? So I love the tease. I think, I mean, I think so. I, and I think this is, it's really important because like this has been a rough year and just to kind of circle back to where we started, it's been a rough mm -hmm. year. 
and brands are really hurting. And this is a great way to make up some slack to soften that blow or to finally get that last chance to hit whatever target you had. Uh, To quote Eminem, it's your one shot, your one opportunity. (laughs) Are you going to capture? You just let it slip. I'm going to use refurbish a quote from my old high school football coach. Tough times never last, but tough brands do. You got to be a tough brand nowadays, right? So, uh, Nevin, I just want to say I'm so proud of us. Aside from that slight deviation talking about the Jets and the Giants, I think we stayed pretty much on topic. Yeah, honestly, it's wild. It's because we got it out of the way. That's early. right. That's right. On that note, I'm gonna I'm gonna send us into the weekend. I'm ready to get it started. I got a flight to catch. So. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs>